Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Show in front of the show, Coach Josh Pastner. Big win last night, 12 a.m. of the year. Our Yellow Jackets are doing really well. Coach P, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me back. It's always great to, to be able to uh, get on with you and, and talk hoops, and especially this time of the year where we're, you know, March Madness is right around the corner, so a lot of excitement in the air with college basketball and a lot to talk about. And, Coach, you got love last night, Coach. You guys jumped out to that 12-0 run in the second half and set the, set the tone. Now, thank God you got close. You guys held it down. It's tell us about that, man, seeing you guys finish the game last night after that great win you had there last night in Blacksburg on the way back to Atlanta last night. Yeah, well, a couple things. First of all, you know, we knew we are you know, look, Virginia Tech's a top-20 team. They're a very good basketball team. It's a road game. You know, it was kind of one of those old-school – you know, backyard brawls the first half, you know, 24-24. No one could kind of pull away. It was just more of a defensive type of game. And then the second half, we really started well. We did some adjustments at halftime offensively, which worked well. Obviously, it's a player's game. Players make shots, so everything looks good when the ball is going in the basket. But the one thing I would tell you is I thought that we were better last night than we've been in the previously in the past this year where we had lost some games because look, basketball is a game of runs. And in some of the games in the past where we had some leads, the team would make the run. And then we weren't able either to get the stops needed to happen or continue to score. We would go into some scoring droughts. And so I thought last night, you know, even though when they made their run, they scored some, but we were able to continue to score. We you know, got within six, but then we were able to get some stops again and then continue to not have a scoring drought. And, and, and that's part of learning how to win to kind of get over that hump. And I thought that was a great testament to our young men last night. And coach, you said it great. Cause I just feel all the time, coach, it's make or miss. It's kind of, it's not some magical thing. It's like, if it goes in or it doesn't, it keeps making those key stops. And I, I hate when media people who are in, in my field don't, uh, don't get that concept coach. You will not understand. You know, I well, love it. Well, 
No, and I was going to say and that, that, look, I mean, I don't mean to sound elementary, but it really is elementary. It is a make and miss game. It's basketball's a very, very fine line because you're right. I mean, and I always say this, coaches are never as good as people say they are. And they're never as bad as people say they are. I mean, because it, it really comes down to how the ball it's, you know, in basketball and you know, this, you're a sports guy. I mean, it's so much about rhythm and flow and energy yes. and, and, and things are when, when there's rhythm and flow and energy with the ball and that thing's going in the hoop and basketball's different than any other sport. You know, it's, I, I guess you can kind of say basketball, hockey, maybe soccer, sort of similar, but it's different than football. When football has a play, you set, you reset, you're in a huddle, you can call your play, both defense and offense, baseball, you make the pitch, you reset. In basketball, it's free flowing. It's so much of its instinct and momentum and rhythm. And, um, and that's what makes basketball such a great game. Uh, but you're right. It really comes down to a good coach, bad coach to making a missing shot. Yes. And when you're in college, it really depends on 18 to 22 year olds putting the ball in the basket. Yes, a coach. I talk to you all the time. It's make or miss. Quit, quit all these different narratives. What's the difference? It went in the goal tonight. It just all this difference. It went in. That's all it was. <laughs> so I'm trying. I try to tell people that in my field, coach, all the time. But they don't know. Jr. don't know anything. It's always oh, more than to a Jr. No, it's not. It's make or miss. You know. <laughs> no, and you're right. And that and it is and it is making miss. And, and and look. I mean, obviously, you've got to you, you've got to have your system in and the concepts and, and and player development to get guys better, so they put them in positions to to make the shots. and And we've done a good job of of player development of getting guys better here. But but you know, just you know, I've always liked to say sometimes when 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 guys who can score and put the ball in the basket, um, it's just an innate ability, just kind of an instinct. And sometimes when you're making some shots, I use the analogy: it's like standing at the pier shooting into the ocean. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, it's just such a, um, the basket opens up. And then when you're not making it, it looks like you're trying to throw, uh, you know, a, a, a quarter, um, you know, 50 feet away into a small can and try to, you know, and, and, it, and it's just so much of it's a mental psychology confidence type of thing. And coach, last night, Moses Wright, second half was awesome. 17 points, man. He helped you spread that run. We're talking about how his contribution last night, helping your team grow and win these games that you got to win big here late in the season here. Yeah, you know, look, Moses, and you've seen his development. He's continued to get better. I mean, he's one of the best players in the ACC. Um, you know, I mean, he was, he was a, no other way to put it, he was a stud last night. He was a flat out stud. And, and in the games like that, um, in games like that, we need him to be a stud. We need our main guys to be studly and, and, and step up and get it done. And, and he did that. And uh, um, he was really good, really good around the hoop. Had his 12th career double-double um, uh, last night. And, and, you know, from where he started, being a zero-star recruit, his only other offer was a Division II offer to where he is now. He's last game or the game before versus Miami. He scored over his 1,000 – hit over the 1,000-point mark. And he's really just improved and come a long way. I'm really proud of Moses Wright. And yes, and also Jose last night, five steals, man. No, he, he, he's your engine, man. He plays so well. But defensively and in that zone last night, those five steals really helped you out defensively. Get those stops you need to keep the game where you need to keep it. Win and ultimately in there. Yeah, I mean, look, we, we pride ourselves so much on the defensive end, and we do we lead the ACC in uh, forcing teams into turnovers. We're one of the best in the country at that. Look, I, I, 
and, and there's other good defensive de- defensive players in the league. I just don't see how Jose Alvarado does not win ACC Defensive Player of the Year this year. I think he's been the best defender in the league. Uh, I would be surprised if he doesn't win that award. He deserves it. He's earned it. Uh, the way he is defensively, uh, as many 50-50 balls that he wins. I mean, he just does so many things for you defensively uh, that are that are huge in, 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 in helping you win games. And, Coach, him being a two-way guy, offensively yeah. sets up your offense and defensively, because a lot of guys, you know you know this, they want to play offense, right? But to commit defensively, the way Jose Alvarado does, sets himself up for your whole roster, because you're playing mostly juniors and seniors. But those young guys who see Jose Alvarado every day defend and play offense the way he does, that's what some guys you develop and say, hey, I want to copy off Jose and make the impact the way Jose's doing it, because he's helping us win games every night. Well, look, I mean, you're exactly right. And the other thing is when you're a smaller guard like Jose is, you know, you have to survive in this league in the ACC as a small guard with such competitive excellence. You've got to compete. And he competes. He competes every possession. The second thing is if you're going to be a small guard in this league and be successful, you've got to be able to shoot the ball and score because otherwise teams can start playing off of you and not have to guard you. Jose has really now become a high-level offensive player. Personally, and again, you can say I'm being biased on this, I don't know what guard's playing better than him in the entire ACC, and he's playing as well as any guard in the, in the United States of America in college basketball. I mean, he's as good as any guard right now. He's really playing at a high, at a high level, and as you mentioned, he's a two-way player. He's playing it on both ends of the floor at a very, very high level. And, Coach, what I feel like is happening, Coach, to you guys is because look, look at your record because you all are better than your record is. I know you're 12-8, and eight, but you're better than that because you, some games yeah. you should have won. So right. I feel like people are looking overlooking you guys because, oh, they're only 12-8, and 8-6 eight, eight, in conference play. No, Jordan Tech has been playing great basketball. There's some plays here or there making some that you want to have back. But you guys are better than what the record says you are. And I'm looking forward to seeing you guys compete with your older team down the road because you all have some people don't have experience and a, a, somebody like yourself who's been in the fire for many years? Well, look, I mean, you know, having a veteran team experience is so important. And what I would tell you is, you know, like our first two games of the season, I, and I wish, I mean, you know, we didn't do any contact practicing for the whole month leading up to our first two games. Um, on the fact alone that I was from, from the, the objective was to get to the games because of COVID-19 protocols. And because we had been shut down earlier than that, and we didn't want to go through that again. And I had felt because we were a veteran team, we could just not practice with contact, get to the games and, 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 and be able to figure it out. Well, I was so darn wrong on that. Um, and, and after those two games, our players were like, coach, we've got to practice with contact. And, and I had said, if we, if, we don't, if we don't practice, we'll end up with contact, we'll end up being zero and 27 on the year. We might get to all the games, but, but, but we're not going to be real successful. So I knew once we started getting back to normal practices, normal contact. And I apologize all the beeps, but I'm getting all kinds of te- text messages from recruits and everything else. Oh, you're so good, coach. It's, it's you're good. good thing. But, um, 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 but, 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 you know, I knew that once we started getting back to normal practices, I mean, look, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. So this is new. And for everybody was, un- I mean, nobody was, had gone, had ever coached in a situation like this. And so it's uncharted territory for everybody involved. And, and you're just trying to, there, there was no manual or, or, or how to handle this during this type of situ, you know, COVID-19 pandemic. So um, just dealing with that, but our guys have responded well. I knew we'd be better once we'd been practicing with contact. And, and right now, I believe we're playing our best basketball at this time of the year, which is a great thing. 
Yes, and coach, like you said, man, like the ACC is no easy nights, man, because no. eight and six in ACC is a great record because from the top to bottom, it's hard. And like, it's no easy night. So to be eight and six in this conference is a great feat. And you still have an opportunity to even go higher because of what you guys are doing. Oh, the team, your coaching, your ability, and your zone, those people off because I see it all the time. People say, that zone Josh Pastor has is, 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 is difficult. So I said, I know it is. And I'm glad he plays against you so you can win. So, but, no, <laughs> but, no, but you're yeah. right. And, 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 and look, if we can get over 500, so if we, if, we, if we get over 500 in ACC, we just need one more win this year. It'd be the first time since 89-90 that Georgia Tech has had back-to-back winning records in the ACC. And, um, I mean, so, you know, to be able to do stuff like that, that hasn't been done here in, in a long time. We've done some things that haven't been done at Georgia Tech in a long time because you're playing in this league that's the best, you know, college basketball league in the country. And um, yes, our, 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 our changing of defenses, our, our switching of defenses, our, the type of things that we do, uh, I do think it makes it a tough scout, should I say, and, yes. and a tough matchup for teams because we're, we're not real traditional on either side of the ball. And so, um, um, and when we're playing well, it's, we're a hard team to score on. And a guy gets played Syracuse on Saturday. Another team, two, you know, Bayhounds playing two, 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 three zone. It's yep. it's real interesting how he plays it. So you know, two zone teams going to each other going to be really fun to watch because it really once again, that'll be making a miss to get inside the middle and see who so, kick it out. So we don't see Saturday. And when you're playing in when you play zone defenses, you're going to get shots no matter what it is. It just comes down to you make them or, or miss them, and 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 that's really what it comes down to. So, uh, uh, you know, another great opportunity for us on Saturday, Syracuse at home. Then we follow that up Tuesday versus Duke at home, and then we finish out the regular season on the road at Wake Forest. Um, I, you know, we just it was the first time since eighty five eighty six that Georgia Tech had back to back ACC road wins with the with. with we've had the, with the largest margin of victory that we just had. I mean, so the last time they had back-to-back ACC road wins with double-digit wins was it was 85-86, was 85-86 season. And um, um, so that's, that's, that's been a long time. I mean, that's, you know, 27, you know, 26 some odd years. And so, you know, we continue to get better. We continue to move forward. We continue to try to, you know, play the right way. And I'm excited about our group. And coach, you know, just where you got this job was a total, total rebuild job. So now, I mean, the alumni should be very happy with you, man, because you have really took this rebuild thing and you've built this thing. You got great guys in the pipeline behind Jose, Michael DeVoe, and these guys, and who you have right now, Moses. So I feel like, coach, you're in a great position and you've done such a great job developing young, great young men, a great program for where you got it from when you took over. No, we we we've really improved. I I I I really believe in our vision. Um, I believe in our trajectory, where we're going. We got a great recruiting class coming in for next season, a top 15 recruiting class. We've got good young players as well, too. And heck, you know, because of the NCAA rule, they have told that the seniors this year have the opportunity because of COVID-19. If they want to come back, they can come back. So, heck, we might have a couple of our seniors come back for another year. Now, I don't. We. I haven't had those conversations. I won't have those until after the season because a lot will depend on you know because of the rules. They can actually sign with an agent that is certified by the NCAA and test the waters and still protect their eligibility. Um, so so they might want to see what their pro market is, whether it's domestically or internationally, and 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 decide do they want to come back another year? They want to try to 
you know, move on and, 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 and start their professional career. The other thing that's coming down the pipe that, that will affect the seniors if they come back is the NIL, which is the name image likeness that starting August 1st, uh, 2021. So 2021, August 1st, student at this will be the first time ever student athletes will be able to actually profit and benefit and, and make money wow. off their name, image, and likeness. It's a rule that's being changed in the NC2A. It's actually in, right now it's involved in, in, in Congress and Senate. It's dealing with it to help have the parameters. So it's a, it's, it's a all 50 States. Cause what it was going was different States were having different rules oh, yeah. So to make it uniformed. They were trying to have Senate, the Senate and Congress involved, but that might give an incentive for guys to come back, you know, like, Hey, I can, I can actually come back and make some money, whether it's signing autographs, running a camp. So that's going to be a big change in college athletics starting August 1, 2021. Most definitely. Now, also for you guys who come back, a master's degree, that's so important. A master's degree from Georgia Tech is so important. So I'll just guys come back and get a master's degree and get that started because I feel like, Coach, having that behind your name, a Georgia Tech master's degree takes you for anywhere you want in the world. No, no, and that might be more powerful than, than the basketball part because – because look, I tell our guys, the average, I mean, let's just say you live to a hundred years of age. Okay. Well, our guys, even if you're good enough, whether you play NBA or overseas, look, man, you're only going to be playing. It's eight to 15 years in that span. If you stay healthy, you know, knock on wood and all that good stuff, you will spend more of your life not playing basketball yes. than you will actually playing competitively. So just like you said, that master's degree, that, that, that will carry you farther than just playing sports because eventually mother nature and time catches up to you. And there's just not, you're not going to be able to, the, the young people then come and take your positions, you know, 10, 15 years down the road. And so what happens then is you've then got to have the next 50, 60 years of your life without playing basketball. And you're going to have to, you know, you just can't sit on the couch and put your feet up. You're going to have to work and be a productive member of society. And, and, and like you said, having that masters can go up, can actually be more powerful than actually playing basketball. Yes. Cause you know, for me, football ended 09. I got yeah. masters in 2011. I'm, I'm radio has been going for 10 years. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm so going to be you're, of it. You're, 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 you do, you, your life will be more without football of playing competitive foot, you know, playing football than it is with football. I mean, that's just the reality of it. And, and, and you've obviously have been a very, you've been very successful in everything that you've done. And, and you've been able to see that in the big picture of understanding that at some point for all of us, you know, you know, time catches up and you're just not able to play anymore of a, in a competitive field. I mean, in, 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 in a way that's, that, that allows you to do it. And so that's just, that's why when you watch LeBron James and Tom Brady and these guys, it's really incredible, you know, how they can be so good at their ages. That they're one in a trillion, you know, for that to really oh, yeah. happen. But that's not the normal. And and also, I want to give a shout out and prayers, um, a shout out of prayers to Tiger Woods. Obviously, you know, I oh, mean, yes. um, you know, a, a terrible car accident. Thank God he, he wasn't life, you know, threatening. But but hopefully he recovers. And you know, we all want to see him get back on the golf course and try to win a couple more you know uh championships i mean you know he when you're when you have a chance to see greatness in live action um you know it's special to see that and coach you know what you said man like i, I, I feel bad coach i feel like tyree kills i was before my time coach because i was 5 11 195 and 09 they told me you're too small jr so i'm like look at the league now right right <laughs> i'm 5 yeah. 11 195 then yeah, so no. i feel like i was before my time coach 
hey, hey, start get over to the track, start working out, see if you can get you can get right back into the get start back playing again. You know what? The hey, heck? I'm 33. I think I'm I'm done, coach. I'm 33. I'm 34 next month. I think I'm done. You're so, done. I hear so you. hey, radio will last for a long time. The knees feel good. The back feels good. Easy, easy money. <laughs> the radio will last a lot longer. Absolutely. Hey, coach, thank you for your time as always, buddy. Let's look to you on Saturday, man. Hope to talk to you real soon in March, buddy. I appreciate it very much, and uh, thank you so much. And we got uh, Saturday at noon, Duke at 8 p.m. on Tuesday, finish at Wake Forest, and let's see where we can make some damage in the ACC tournament. Most doubt, coach. Hey, coach, see you, buddy. Be, be safe, man. Thank you. All right. of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 dollars more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.